is the Mindset Game Podcast and I'm your host, James Roberts. I'm a two-time Paralympian, online training and nutrition coach and owner of James Robert Fitness. Why not check out some of my free content by going over to my website, fitamputee.co.uk forward slash free dash resources. Make sure to share this with your friends on your Instagram story, on Twitter, on Facebook. They can find this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that they listen to podcasts by searching for Mindset Game Podcast. Make sure to share this with your friends on your Instagram story, on Twitter, on Facebook. They can find this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that they listen to podcasts by searching for Mindset Game Podcast. I started with basketball, like, you know... Ellen Iverson was my dude and like I, I really mim- like mimicked his style but I wanted to be like him I wanted to be like the Australian white boy version of that man um, without further ado let's get into today's show and on today's show I've got Rain Brady aka Muggsy so welcome on to the show Rain going on man hello from Australia and Merry Christmas because I'm a day in front of you well, as we're recording this, it's Christmas Eve for me, and like you said for you, it's Christmas Day out in Australia. So before we get started, what do you prefer to be uh, associated name-wise? So just a little bit, con- con- uh, a little bit of the formalities out of the way. Yeah, man, I pretty much just go by Muggsy. That's my brand name. So uh yeah, when the interview gets dropped, man, that's where, you know, majority of the people know where to find some Muggsy. So, Muggsy, for the people that don't know a lot about you uh, and kind of how you um, came up with the music industry, obviously, as we were talking on social media, you've got a sporting background as well. Can you kind of give a brief synopsis of how you've kind of gone from sport into music yeah man so my background is you know basketball so you know I used to play I really started with um street ball actually I I was very you know man like I was pretty I was pretty nasty on the court I would say but I wanted to not take it professionally but I was with like a team and stuff and uh I, I just thought Man, if I don't want to take this professionally, you know, there's got to be more avenues of entertainment out there. Um, because, you know, with a mindset with basketball and stuff, it's it's kind of like you're grinding on the court, but, you know, it's like you're hustling on, on the court, but um, I wanted something more. And I, I obviously looked up to Alan Iverson then, and, you know, he, he was like a, a dream idol of mine. But what shifted me from just doing sport into, into music was um, just like the hip hop culture, man. Like, I mean, you know, obviously when eight mile dropped, every white boy wanted to be a rapper, man, but um, I I really wanted to take it further and having that balance of like basketball and like hip hop and a culture, man, it combined the two together. But I realized performing on a mic instead of performing and, and playing with the ball and stuff, man, um, it was more of a more of an adrenaline high than um, on the court. Sorry, man, if I'm rambling. Hopefully that made sense, man. Yeah. 
So the sense I'm getting, Muggsy, is obviously people talk of you having a safety net and a plan B. Do you think if you'd have gone down the route of going into basketball, that'd have been your plan B and you'd have had that sense of being in a comfort zone, but you, like, as you said, you wouldn't have been at peace with yourself by doing that as opposed by going down the route with music. You are more content and, and kind of have a more fulfillment by doing that. It's crazy, man, you say that because like, I started with basketball, like, you know, like Ellen Iverson was my dude and like I, I really mim- like mimicked his style, but I wanted to be like him. I wanted to be like the Australian white boy version of that, man. Um, but no, nah, like I, I've, I've done music for so long that um, I, I feel that get, dropping it right now and just to get back onto onto the court, it's I wouldn't I wouldn't be fulfilled anymore. Like I love playing like you know ball and stuff, but not as what I used to play. Um, I, I feel like from how much I've done like interviews like this and radio play and gigs, um, it, it, it's been so long since I've been away from the court that. Um, it'd just be like a waste of time kind of thing to, to pursue it. So I guess it is a plan B, um, but I don't think professionally or, you know, like I don't think hypothetically, you know, NBA scouts cast, you know, people that are 28 are going on to, you know, 28 years old, man. Um, they want, they want more like the 18 to 21 year olds, man. But do you still use it as a form of, I won't say escape, but a form of your me time to maybe be in a different environment to be a little bit more productive with your music? Do you still use it as that as a tool? Oh, man, like 100% because it's, with the music industry, you know, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of obstacles and hoops and, um, like kind of cutthroat things with, you know, auditions or gigs or whoever you meet along the way with connects, you know, just like grinding for that, that, that dream. Um, so it does cause a lot, a lot of stress and um, just like planning the next step and the, the next mindset to say, all right, how am I going to conquer this album or how am I going to get to this network or, or um, things? So with basketball, man, I always fall back on it like, or just drive to the courts and shoot hoops. It's like kind of like my meditation instead of yoga, man. It's kind of like my meditation to just wind down and just a few hours to relax and go back to my roots. And then it sort of relaxes me, but energizes me to get back into the studio and, you know, grind a bit more, man. So yeah, I guess it is my meditate meditative state, man. So talk to me a little bit more about that because obviously with meditation, comes with practice and obviously as athletes listen to that or people that do a lot of exercise maybe not be able to see the 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 two go together because one is a state of relax and then on the other is a heightened state of arousal Mm. yeah it's it's amazing you say man because i've tried the meditative thing where you just sit there and you do it but I feel like I couldn't do it for too long. Like I, I was just feel like there was like there was no calmness that was happening. I feel like wasting 
my time. I had to be energetic to keep myself calm. Like not work related with music. It's more, that's why I use basketball. You're energetic. You're, you know, testing yourself with like how far you can shoot the hoop or like your different tactics with your skills and stuff. But at the same time, it's so relaxing and meditative that it's like you're learning, but you're not, um, it's like you're learning, but you're not, uh, um, stressing over it. Like you're not, um, because I know that this is not the side of me that I want to pursue anymore. It's more the downtime, downtime thing compared to like music. It's like, you know, it's like a brand. It's like my business to, and you know, the stress that comes with it of trying to make that next step, if that makes sense, man. So with like meditating, just sitting there doing it that way, I feel like, dude, this is like, like an hour where I could just be doing something else. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. That's how I look at it, man. Is it because possibly you've not got your head around it and you are either overcomplicating it or, and this is at times where I struggle with it sometimes, be it if I do it too late in the day as opposed to doing first thing in the morning, is I'll start thinking and overthinking and, and have thoughts about, well, this isn't work and kind of stressing myself out before I've actually done it. So I think it's, I would say something similar along the lines is maybe what you're experiencing. It could be, man. Um, like, you know, I've tried to set my mind to wind down a bit more because it's, it's like a drug. It's like the more opportunities that I get or the more contacts or whatever, it's like your, your, my brain's going faster, faster. It's like a drug. It's like, I want, to get on this i want to do more i want to do more and then like when that downtime comes along like to just stand back relax you know you're you're going into overdrive it's like i'll be sitting there for a few minutes or i'll try and sit down and watch tv or um you know just relax and i'm like no no gotta go back to ryan gotta go do this so that's why when i say with basketball man it's like i'm testing myself with different skills and and everything on the court, but it's not like I'm pursuing it. So it's like that, that stress doesn't come in of like, oh my God, I'm going to go versus this team or I'm going to do this, man. Like like I do with music, you know? I, I get where you're coming from, Muggsy. And in terms of, you said it was kind of when Eminem dropped his, his album, Eight Mile, that kind of connected with you and wanted you to pursue music. Which tr- which kind of tracks kind of made you, how am I going to word this, uh, kind of resonated with you and, and kind of think, well, yeah, I want to do this. I'm, I'm driven towards this goal or result that's further in the future. No, no, it wasn't 8 Mile, man. Um, like a lot of um, the guys I knew did the whole Eminem thing because of the battle scene of 8 Mile, but... Um, Eminem's album, Marshall Mathers LP, the the first one when he had tracks like The Way I Am or, um, yeah, like The Way I Am was just the number one song that hit me and cleaning out my clothes and stuff were because like hip hop as a culture is an African-American black domain of music. So um, like as like a white boy kind of thing, it's kind of like, yeah, we had us before M, like MC Search and like Beastie Boys and obviously the likes of Vanilla Ice, but um, I knew that I really had to respect this culture and learn where it sort of came from and do my homework compared to just listening to it as music and 
just say like rapping because it was just cool to do like i really wanted to embedded myself in in, the, in this art form and not really take it for granted man so the way i am was kind of like like you know m sort of gave a voice for white artists man but um i knew that if like i really loved it and showed my appreciation for it then i would be respected in it compared to just getting up on the mic and just rhyme and, and stuff which i've seen guys do and it's like they do it as a phase more than like loving the culture or what it truly is. But I'll come at it from a different way, Mugsby. Uh, I think you identifying it as black culture is probably not, is not probably not fair with me being, obviously people can't see me but if they, uh, when I put the video content, don't be able to tell the complexion, but me being a mixed person from having father being black and mother that's white, yeah, yes, it is kind of emulate. It, it comes from black culture, the origins of it. But if you go a step further than that, it is a form of poetry which has no racial boundaries. It's just a form of poetry that's going to music. So I think, I think it's maybe a stereotypical way that black people were able to create their own form of music what was outside of the norm of say back in the 80s whereas now it's a bit blurred by what is music if you if if you agree with that, that sentiment there is no black and white in terms of what what music is now now that's a good point that you brought up man and it wasn't really like pointing the finger like of like a black and white thing but I sort of like as me as an artist man like people can love their music but I feel culturally it's like a history lesson for me man and I'm sort of on that back pedal of when someone wants to be a rapper or really take the time for their art or be a part of this quote-unquote hip-hop I really you know like it's kind of like a history lesson of learn where it came from and kind of respect it instead of doing it as like a phase or something like that's just how I, how I look at it man because I feel if I was stuck in my bubble of just listening to like like Eminem and 50 Cent and all that kind of stuff um I really wouldn't be taking this as a whole for what it's worth like or um how universal it's become like uh, that's why i feel man like you know i love intelligent mcs man that that really dive into the craft and and respect where where it came from or even you know changing their styles and stuff but just to do it as a phase man or because it's the now and it's the cool i can't really respect that man like that's just no that's just not me um I don't know if I'm rambling, man, you know. But uh, the next question to you, Mugsy, is in terms of what is your opinion and perception of how hip-hop, rap, and that kind of genre musically is today? Because you, you well, have the fortune or misfortune to work in a school um, most of the time. And the music that I hear the kids playing is quite in the sense depressing, sad, 
um, quite negative. Whereas you think of what you've put across with the likes of Eminem, it, he's kind of telling a story, but it's a little bit more uplifting. Okay, there's sad elements within it, but it's more uplifting. But I, I sense that I don't know if it's a, a phase that music is going through or it's just that is the particular mindset the kids are at. So they're looking for that type of music. But you would have thought music would want to uplift people. Yeah, man. Like it's it's hard for me to to sort of voice an opinion on that, the whole of that, because what the kids are listening to now, it's not really like my era, you know, um, or let alone me even like I've, I've given it a chance to listen to man and um, it's not really my thing. So I don't really dive into it as much. Um, but like that, that's why it's, it's a hard question, man, because it's, it's kind of like, you know, Eminem was very depressive, but he was very vocalized. He, he's, you know, pain in his lyrics more than um, just rapping about partying and stuff i feel i feel the big problem now man is um everyone wants to be hot or everyone wants to be you know the one that someone looks up to and i feel like that could cause a lot of depression man it's like if i don't have this then they're not gonna like me or um you know if i don't look like this they're not gonna, gonna love me and stuff and man like like i that's the the form of losing a uniqueness if we're all going to look the same man and um i feel just from the artist that i grew up with there's so many unique different different styles or different like looks and images and um lyrics that they were rhyming about and taste but now it's all we're fighting for this one thing we've got to sound like this mumble rapper we got to do you know tattoo our face to do this and if you don't do that no one rides with it and it's like that's damaging the culture, man, of there's no diversity. It's just now. So that's why I feel like kids, man, are, are depressed and stuff because it's like, if I don't have this thing, they're not going to like me. And it's like, well, I reckon uniqueness is cool more than just being a sheep, man. Um, if that makes sense, yeah. But in a sense, do they need to take a step back and where you could probably relate to the UK is... Everybody has to wear a school uniform, and uh, be it most school, most schools in the UK, Australia, uh, everywhere within the Commonwealth to a certain extent. So they kind of lose their identity for gosh, large large periods of time, and I think that probably doesn't help. Whereas on the other, on the flip side of that, the argument is is to stop bullying and that. But thinking, well if your uniform isn't quite up to scratch or isn't brand new, that's still going to happen. So I think you're talking about people are kind of following the herd and, and that culture. I think it's just amplified a little bit more. I think with the American audience, you could probably say similar, similar similarities with if you're on a low income, you're not going to have what others have, but it's coming back on that and looking at it from a, a, a an outward perspective on yourself and looking at things more rationally and say, well, okay, social media is saying to me that I need this flashy car, this nice big house. It's like, well, do you really? 
it's, it's if you're you're happy with yourself and i think there was a good there's a good uh, post i seen on on instagram last night with um somebody posted what jay-z looked like probably when he started out in his career as to about how his appearance is now he had all the bling back then whereas now he's quite content with just being the ordinary guy and you look at the 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 actual financial wealth of what he had back then i think it was like 100k and he's worth a couple billion now so you think it, it comes down to um what do you see as value okay we are probably very materialistic beings we want the latest thing but then is that actually going to fulfill you in the long run? Probably not because you're going to discard that once it goes out of fashion. So it's looking at finding probably something, as you mentioned at the very beginning, something that actually excites you, drives you to want to get up every day. And obviously with you, it's music. With me, it'd be podcasting, helping other people and things of that nature. You're more driven. Uh, yeah, go on, Lauren. Yeah, man, that was incredible. Like, I think with me, man, um, I don't know if it answers your question, but intelligence to me is just, I love intelligence or and I love um, something that can spark my brain to, to be like, damn, I didn't even know that before. Or I'll listen to a song and I'll be like, man, that was really artistic. And um like we've had party music in, in, in the past, man, you know, Kid and Play, Heavy D, Big Pun, you know, Fresh Prince um, and Jazzy Jeff. But it was like this artistic flow of like rhyming in syllables compared to popping in like, a, like, like, I know the kids love it, man. And it might be cool to pop drugs and stuff, which is not cool, you know, for me. But like when... I, I sit down and I listen to like a little pump or something. I feel my IQ is getting lower. Like I, I'm just like, man, it's, it's not for me. I need to pop in like a Wu-Tang clan or something just to uplift those stories where, where they're telling me and maybe the kids like it, man. But that's why I, I, I feel, man, that there should be more intelligent artists more than just popping what the phases are. And, um, like we with these phases it's like yo of, of who's got the hottest thing now who's got the biggest car and that man like that that doesn't phase me man it's just i love an artist that can come out and tell a story or change a have a have a a message that will change the world or change like you know someone's perspective compared to just flashing this and you should like me because i've got this on instagram or something it's just corny to me man um, well, if we go a step further than that, Muggsy, in terms of that perception, what they're trying to portray, it's quite false because a lot of the times in music videos, the house is rented, the cars in the video, they're not there. <laughs> uh, probably, probably as the artists get bigger and bigger, they can afford that. But the, it's it's a form of marketing in a way because the companies are going to be wanting to be in the videos because it's a way of subliminally getting in your subconscious to, to want to buy these products or be it or it'll be the same in uh tv shows that it, it'll appear um i think i was watching one the other day 
Apple's, they were using an Apple, uh, Apple Mac in the thing. Well, that's subliminal to, to want you to, to, to buy it because it's in that show and it's being utilized. Okay, for me, because I'm able to think rationally, I know that's what's happening. You, you're, trying to, uh, you're trying to want people to get the lotus things, but then if, as, as I was saying, you step back and, and, and kind of have the compassion within yourself to look at well what is my self-worth how is my self-esteem how's my confidence those are all things you can you can um improve on yourself i think because we are so focused on what is around us and what people think those are then knocked you you think of um I need to get self-worth from what somebody else thinks of me. Well, that's not true. But what, what does the first word mean? Self comes on you. It's what you think of yourself. So I think when you take a step back and think rationally and say, well, what do I think about myself? And be able to accept for good or bad. Okay, the good is, is, is something to improve on. If it's the bad, you need to check yourself and, and kind of think it and maybe sit down uh, write it down what you are actually the inner beliefs are at this particular moment question those do you actually really believe in those and kind of step forward as opposed to this culture of likes uh retweets um you name it be whatever social platform it is that's not that's people as somebody was putting it i think i can't remember what podcast i would listen to um, I think it was Ray Lewis and uh, Dr. Conte this week when I was listening to it, he was talking about it from a Facebook perspective. People are just scrolling through mindlessly, liking stuff. They're not, okay, I'm going to generalize a little bit and say they're probably scrolling through not actually reading the whole gist of your, of your, your, your um, statement and liking it. Okay, that's not... Um, how would I put it? That is not empathy. That is not acknowledging what you've put out there. That's just liking it for the sake of it. So I think um, if you be able to take yourself away from that and actually look at it more rationally, that's not important. If what you put out there from a social media perspective is going to add value to to your, you, you can resonate with it, but somebody else can resonate with the fact that whatever struggles you're going through, they can connect with that's more that's more realistic than putting i don't know um uh, a silly video like you know that the, the when uh, it's going back a, f- a few months now with the with the cats messing around well that, that's that's just you're putting it out for there for the sake of it so so it's coming to the realization as to is it really something of substance or is it superficial Man, like that's that's another great point. And um, with social media, yeah, man, I feel like there's two sides to coin. One is good for business, branding, and getting yourself out there. But I feel at the same time with people's wants, needs, or just don't even give a damn and just like it for the sake of it, or whatever is really starting to like lower the bar. Um, even with general conversation now, man, like, I, I mean, you know, we don't, we don't interact with each other anymore. And I feel like, you know, iPhones and we need an iPhone to get around yet, but like, and maybe see what's going on in the world. But I mean, general conversation, like I was like at a restaurant, like, like recently, and there was these two couples 
and I was just eyeing him like a hawk the whole time and didn't even talk to each other once, didn't even say, oh, you look beautiful, your dress is nice tonight, nothing, just on their phones the whole time. That's the level of like how bad we've gone to like social media and stuff, man, of just not even interacting with a partner or, or your friend that's sitting next to you is just on the phones the whole time. And um, yeah, man, I just like, I don't know, maybe I'm stuck in my ways and I got to get with the times, but um or maybe I just love chatting to people and getting to know them like on a face value more than more than texting. But in saying the second part of like we're lowering the bar with what we put out there, it, it's I, I knew artists and stuff or athletes and um, actors or whatever the case may be that would really dive in and work hard for going for their dreams and stuff. Man. And then an agent or whatever the case may be would pick them up and say, you're going to, you know, I want you or something. And now it's like you, you see the most ridiculous garbage get overnight success or, you know, successful just doing something stupid, man. And I know artists that work a nine to five just to go for their dreams, man. That's kind of sad in a sense, man, because I could see them like doing something to change the world, but it's not the in thing. Um, like the other day I was reading the paper and it's like a kid that was three years old and he was like a youtube sensation because he just opens the brand new toy that opens up or something i thought man like come on you know like like any kid could do that why, why is this kid so special you know it's like rambling again man sorry <laughs> no but i think i think that comes down to subconscious and how you how, how you mentioned that because because people are not able to take that step back and say and I'll put it from a physical standpoint now, you're able to control your, your, your arms and legs, your physical being, but people are maybe not comfortable with by what you're digesting, associating with, is actually affecting another muscle, which is the brain. Whereas when you're able to step back, and I think as you're talking, your, your sense of you would rather communicate with people well this is a form of communication it's probably <laughs> way in between the, both of them but you would rather have that dialogue with a with a person as opposed to um be what has become convenient with text messenger uh we go a step further than that and be of the you know the text be i i've not gone to that because it's it, that that's just no offense to any younger listeners to that that's just being pure lazy because you, you you're in essence um well destroying the english language it's like well you're talking like that we'll say almost 100 percent of the time well no wonder you can't write things you you can't read and write you're not able to distinguish this word you're putting in your, into your mobile phone cellular device and then having to, and then having to well pick up a book uh, i will i will talk to the kids uh, from time to time well why do you hate reading oh, i don't like it i think it's because you've got so engrossed with as we're talking about social media the television because that's easy to digest um, information. A book is alien. It's 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 out of my comfort zone. It's, it's like, well, 
so I put it across a different way. Okay, if you don't like physically reading it and, and picking it up and actually doing it yourself, okay, there's another format you can do as a podcast to learn uh, or an audio book. You're not physically having to do that. You just can sit there and, and listen. So I think it's the... I think it's just the, not the laziness, but it's just the lack of effort to want to, to broaden the mind in a sense. And like you said, with with the music element of it, it's in the here and now, It's it's there's no, how I would put it, no value being added to the music. It's very repetitive. Um... I would say maybe more specifically in the genre within hip hop and rap, it's like, well, I don't like it because it's like, well, it's, it's noise. It's like white noise. It's, okay, it's a bit harsh on the artist, but they're only in that mentality of, you know, in it for the quick fix. It's the, the, the fast buck now. Whereas if you actually took a step back, and actually challenge the the actual um, studio itself. I know that's quite difficult to probably have to do with these big studios uh, because they've got all that power, but you're going to get that respect from, say, the likes of the more established ones within 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 the game, say Jay Z, uh, Timberland, um, etc. Have been there for a number of years, LL Cool J, who've been there for like 20-something years, okay, they are adapting to the environment because they're, they've seen the, the buck in a trend, or oh, I've got to adapt to survive, whereas that's a different way entirely uh, of looking at things. Whereas if you're just doing it, as you put it, for the sake of it, there's no real rapport. So it's it's probably finding that fine balance between what is a fixed mindset and what is a growth. They're, they're, they're adapting and, and, and trying to keep themselves relevant, whereas they've all got that whole back catalogue that you could go through and see how the music has changed, whereas maybe a modern artist is conforming to the times and just portraying this essence of what is false it's it's you're creating an illusion we must have this 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 or you don't you don't read okay it's i'll put it at a different point Muggsy. I, I it's all right to aspire to have to want to have this like a goal of this is my dream car dream house that's that's something different to as opposed to i must have that so, so that's it's 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 a different. It's like a little bit of fork in a row. Well, I'm going to go left because I want it, and I must have it now, as opposed to I'm going to work hard, grind, to get what I want. Yeah, like see, that's man. You just painted it in a nutshell, and it's, it's so perfect on the on the the point. And that's the problem with with social media, man. It causes too much much ego. Like I mean to the point I want, I want, I want instead of work hard or, and it's not just for work purposes. It's like what we see in people <clears throat> as well. And that's to flip it back to you, you your old point of, of depression and stuff, man, is like, it's like, I'm not gonna 
be attracted to her because she's probably not an Instagram model or I'm not going to be attracted to him because he's not built or something like that. It's like, or, you know, I'm not going to be friends with him because he doesn't have this. There's like social media because it's so easy to see the greater things of so-called these celebrities have. The average person creates the ego in their mind to want that without working towards that. So the people that are situated around them like the judging them straight away of just he doesn't have this i don't need it and like before like that's the problem there. before social media like we didn't really have much of that like we would just like meet up with the person and be like oh, i'm not feeling that person or you know like we don't have now that's just straight away boom don't like you i like you don't like you i like you and it's, it's like the same with music man there's we don't invest in our artists anymore it's more what's hot what's not and like back in the day, man, like you would invest in an artist. He had a dope album next year, had a crap album, but you still invest and waited for his next album or her next album to, to drop or flop. You know, you invested in an artist. That's why they had the longevity. Like the artists now don't have longevity because they're hot or not. And, they, and it's like, where's... Takashi six nine always in prison now, but I mean, like where where's little this or shorty this in the next few years? They're not going to have longevity because they're not the hot thing, and I feel that's the problem with all industries now, man. Of there's no investing anymore, and that's the downfall of like a lot of careers and industries, man. If we went back to investing and like I don't know, maybe that show star artist that everyone could love then it could pick up where music was once left off man and not have like just, you know, mindless white noise music of what it is now. Um, But I think you could go a step further than that Muggsy, because I was listening to um, that old school uh, hip hop and rap on Spotify just yesterday Mm. And the and the lyrics actually they resonate with the thing they they remind you of me, of good memories probably more so than bad ones but they're they they've got an emotional connection to when they were being played so I, I can't think one would probably um I think one would even go for back as boys to boys was it boys to men I think boys to men or something of that of, the, of that nature but it 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 relates to a particular moment in your life. Whereas I think with music now, there's not really that, like you say, that's not that, that's not that connection. There's not, it's not stirring an emotion within somebody because you're not having to think logically. It's just lyrics for the sake of it. It's a lot of, a lot of it's very repetitive. You're thinking, well, yeah, like I that's, know, no, it's probably a form of marketing because it's going to be rammed down your throat because it's played so much on the radio. Then you become accustomed to it and and grow to to love it in a sense. But that's because it's been played over over and it's got into your subconscious. Okay, this isn't that bad, but it's been more of a hypnotic kind of way of coming into you. Yeah, like like in saying that, man. Um, like I mean each era, you know, had their certain style or their certain um, tones and sound. Like, you know, the early thousands were 50 Cent and Nelly and, you know, Timberland, the 90s were like Wu-Tang and DMX and Nas and 
um, you know, R&B like Jagged Edge and all, all that. And then, you know, I was a kid in the 90s and the early thousands, man, or a teenager, but I still wanted to know what my parents' music were, like the 60s and the 70s, like the Rolling Stones and stuff. And when I listened to it, I bet you could you could hear that that authenticity like you could hear that uniqueness about that at that time like when like this when you hear a rolling stone song you're like that's the 70s or that's the 80s right there but when you listen to it now everything is just sounds all the same that it's like where, where's the uniqueness or where where's like the something where like everything just sounds the same now man of, of like that white noise that you said um but uh it's, uh, I don't know, man. Like it, it's maybe I'm stuck in my ways, but I just, like I said, I love that intelligent artist. Like, like that's the question I was gonna gonna say is, I always get the argument of there's good artists out there. You just have to look, and it's like, yeah, I can understand you have to look, but back in our time, man, of the '90s and the thousands, it was like they were just flowing in like and everyone loved them it was like you heard Eminem's new album yeah I heard it you heard um you know Nelly's new album yeah now it's like you have to look for that like dope artist to make you bring you back to that time more than like like the mainstream artists for us back in the time were dope like that's all I can say man like it's like I'm an old man like the artists now like you call him the Cardi B I'm not feeling that that man it's just it's whack to me man maybe the kids are going to hate me but it's just whack like you know because there's no authenticity for me we're with that and yeah but on, i think i think if you go a step further mugsy the truth hurts it's meant to yeah like i mean it's this material this materialistic or i gotta have this i gotta have that is just it's it's whack to me man like that's why i love artists like lauren hill where it's like use your your craft as a powerful message and you don't have to prance around like, like a sex object to voice your opinion or rock him or something that's like use this art form and be a god to your own people of just changing lives in, in the better or something those are artists compared to flicking on the tv now it's like i got money i got girls i got guns i got drugs all this you need to have that to be popular and that's why the, like it's just that's that's corny imagery to me man more than having an in like an intelligent mind to change like the world but there's never going to be another michael jackson or a prince man like well there may be there might there might be but i'm saying like you still those guys rest in peace to them have passed away and people are still gem to their music because there was like that that magic like that magic like put cardi b on in like 10 years time man who's gonna hear of her no one because there's just it's just the now it's just the hot the not you know but i think you raise an interesting point there in terms of having the money the flashy car the women well if we come kind of take them each one step at a time the money issue is money going to bring happy to happiness mm, possibly not because you're gonna isolate yourself from people that you've come up with because they don't have it. Um, and then those, you're going to attract more people that are the fake. They, they're around you because you've got this new form of wealth. So that's, that's not loyalty. That's not friendship. That's 
they're there because you have something at this particular moment. I'm not saying that that all of the people are, are going to be of that nature, but once it goes away, most of those individuals are going to leave you. So it's it's being true to yourself and keeping that inner circle with you, even as you progress up, be it in music, sports, or whatever, because those have been they've been there with you through the the good and the bad. They've stuck with you because of your core values, your core beliefs. That's why you've got along as human beings because you've resonated with that person. You you talk of that sentiment that you are either going to like like it or lo- loathe it to, for a person when you first meet them. Well, that's one of the reasons why. That's that's a gut reaction. The person. Either there's something not quite right with them or you're getting along. That's your body telling you that this person's not quite right. Whereas I think, like you said, with social media, we've lost touch with that. We don't let ourselves to be able to get to that position. We're making a a, a gut reaction based on what is a sense. If we kind of go into the realms of, you know, like dating profile, well, that's vanity. You're basing your sole decision on appearance, that person could be an awful individual when you met them face to face, but you're basing it solely on looks. And I think, okay, there's got to be on the one side attraction, first of all, that's that's what we're based on. That's how we're hardwired from a biological standpoint is to obviously keep the existence of the species going, but you have to put more important on the person's character and personality. So you need to give them a chance to get to know them to then see um, what their substance is. I think that's probably what doesn't help. And you talk about this, this notion of not being able to communicate probably predicates that that makes it even worse because you're not able to acquire that craft and be able to push forward with something. You're, put, you're putting over an illusion you want to show and I'll include myself in that as well because I've done it in the past you're putting over an illusion what you want people to see that everything is rosy everything is perfect nothing is ever wrong with me so in a sense you are creating this falsehood and saying that you're a robot which <laughs> is okay not possible because you're going to have you're going to have human emotions that you're up and down even throughout the day so i think we've got to be to the realization that we need to be there as opposed to everything that we talked about okay we kind of go on to the next one with you need to have the girls well that's that's a terrible we could look at it on the flip side it's less likely to happen with the the women wanting men okay and that's a bit of a generalized statement because it's probably a little bit true but men won't respect women because it's how they're being betrayed in music videos, how uh, the music industry, or even say sport with cheerleading and things like that. You are sexualizing women, so you're not able to, um, how would I put this, treat them equally as to how they should be, you probably would disattach yourself from that and say you would treat your mother and sister 
and other family members who are females differently, but then that's wrong because you should be treating everybody the same. That is not acceptable to put people in a um, sexualized state because you won't see men being put in that position. Okay, per se, if they've got a muscly stomach and things like that, from an aesthetical point of view, yeah, they'll do it. But you won't say say the likes of um, DJ Khaled. He won't get his stomach out, will he? Because it's not socially acceptable. So I think it's a double it's a double edged sword and it's a double standard. It's in, until we start to um, probably question that and say this is not acceptable, it's going to continue. And you're thinking women have struggled for the vote and things like that for over a hundred years, but we find that as a society that acceptable to be, uh, use it to promote something, to sell it by, by kind of, how would I put it? Sexualizing and um, objectifying another human being. Yeah, like, man, I feel ego is a huge problem with, with all of that. Um, and, and like ego is is a massive problem um, of, of of people's wants and not giving or not you know not giving everyone a fair chance, but also um, judging like what, what what we said like of you know judging a person's traits and, and persons. It all it all stems from the ego of just wanting, wanting, wanting. Um, and when they do have it, and then something happens and it all goes away, they become useless. So. Um, I, I feel that just like I look at it, man, as we we get one shot at this life, and I feel if you like, like if like this is how I look at it. Find your true um, calling card. With me, it's hip hop, rap. That's like my culture and like my image and my everything, and it kind of, in a sense, carves you into your everyday person and then when these different people come up or these different situations come up it's kind of like well I've already found my my true identity I don't need to jump in the hoops of I need this pretty girl I need this I need that because like I know myself I don't need an ego to find those things because I've completed completed myself um I feel ego comes when people haven't found truly what what they want in life like they're they just i want the hottest girl i want this and and it's like when i obtain that it's like yeah look at me look at me and it's like and then it's just like all right yeah you're prancing around but when you lose it what do you have because your ego's pushed everything away kind of if i'm making sense man like you know um so i feel like you know the last point I can't really comment on um, because if I was Jordan Peterson, I could, I could tell you, um, but uh, yeah, like I just feel ego is a, is a huge problem of what's going wrong with uh, today. So this probably moves me ni- nicely to, to my penultimate question to you, Muggsy. How, in your opinion, would people change their perception of their mindset then? Man, like, 
it, it sounds very cliche to say, man, but every day when I wake up, every day when I wake up, I always think we get one chance at this, at this life. And why do we have to judge? Why can't we just say hello to everyone? Why, you know, not the bad people, I mean, you know, like, which I'm not going to get into, but I mean, like, why, why can't we just treat ourselves as a society without having our wants and needs, you know, you know? And then at the end of the day, I think that would be more a positive and happy world. And that's just like how I look at I me. Mean, I love going to places like gigs or a bar or something and just, just like saying hi to everyone or getting to meet new people and just like them getting to know me. Like if someone walks up to my table, I'm not going to like be, be like, okay, I don't know you. So get out of here. I'm just like, hey, man, or like, hey, how's your night going? Walk, you know, take it easy, walk off. That's just how I look at it, man, or of just, that's the way to change your mindset of, like, that's how simple I am, man. Just, we only get one shot at this. Like, next minute, we're going to look in the mirror and be 80 years old and be like, why did I have so much animosity today? Even if that's a word against people, you know? Or, I don't know, man. That, that's, just, that's just me. And my final question before we wrap up the episode is if you had to summarize into one sentence for people to, to ah, rephrase that again. <laughs> if you had to summarize into one sentence for people to take away, what would that be? Man. Wait, can you give me the question again, man? I just draw it, draw on a blank. If you had to summarize what we've been speaking about today into one sentence for people to take away what would that be? Don't follow the trend and find your true uniqueness because at the end of the day, when you find what you've been looking for in life or, you know, that one thing with me, of course, the above, that one thing I can truly make the, the actual, I wouldn't say silhouette, but of you, then you'll be set for life. Like, that's all I can say, man. Just find that true calling of, like, who you are, whether it's, like, if you want to do something as simple as, like, hairdressing or something, let's put that. That's all that came to mind. Do it and you, and, and love it and, you, and you'll find your true self of well, or of well-being instead of following all these hoops and just trying to find that unique niche. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Find your unique persona of who you are so once again mugsy thanks again for coming on the mindset game podcast man thank you thanks so much man definitely keep in touch but this was a blast man like honestly uh, i swear it's kind of like i was talking to like a jordan peterson in a sense man you're just dropping if you like this episode please do share it with your friends and do let mugsy and i know what you thought of the episode by tagging me over on instagram at james o roberts 11 on Twitter and Facebook. You can tag Mugsy at Official Mugsy on Facebook and do check out his music. And again, do check out my free content at fitamputee.co.uk forward slash free dash resources. Make sure to check those out. The links will be in the description. You can find all the show notes at Mindset Game dot lipsum.com under the category general
Once again, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you again next time for another episode of the Mindset Game Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.